This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. We're off to the Helderberg on this Wednesday. We get to connect with Alma Pollard. She's editor of The Green Times. She's an eco-consultant and a coach. And we need her in our lives if we're going to get all of the stuff right. Good morning, Alma Pollard out there. Is the, the wind blowing on your side? It's uh, picking up here. Not a breath of wind oh. where I am. Wind's still beautiful spring day just past the equinox. Ah, oh, man. So uh, people think spring is here, but spring's still coming a little bit later on. So when you go out on a day like today, Alma, you say, oh, look, the sun is shining, take a hat, and maybe a bit of sunblock for the old nose. Oh, yes, and you might need an umbrella, definitely a warm top, maybe open shoes and some close shoes, and a towel too, because you never know where you're going to end up. That's Cape Town well, for you. Well, if you live in Cape Town, then you never know. <laughs> Alma, I'm quite fascinated by this idea, and uh, I was watching a movie. It was, uh, it was fictional. But they were talking about um, storing seeds. And then I was watching a documentary, and they were also showing where they stored the seeds. Now, in the past, we've had a conversation about this storage of seeds. And it, it thought it was so weird to me that there's, a, that there's actually this thought that we might need to start over or we might need to rescue a species. Uh, and so we need to keep these seeds at hand so that we can replant and start again if need be. It seems like something from a sci-fi movie. Yes, well, we do know that we are sitting in the sixth mass extinction at the moment. And, and of course, um, you know, all the climate change threats are very, very, very real. Mm. So if people are not quite understanding how serious it is, then uh, one should just just go and educate yourself a little bit. The, the information is everywhere, especially on the green times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good resource for all of that. Yeah, there's even places in the, in the world where there are seed vaults. I don't know if you know about that. Yes, that's what I'm referring to. I was so surprised mm. and blown away by this. And it's a such a scientific, uh, climate-controlled uh, uh, scenario. And it just goes on and on and on. It's no small place. No, it's, it's, it's major. There are, there are quite a few of them, actually. Oh. There's not, not just one. And also, um, um, one of them that I know even got flooded you know, the whole thing is to build things in such a way that hopefully with really strange and terrible weather, these things will be safe. Mm. So they've already proven that they have to improve those faults. Yeah, because, I mean, seeds once lost are lost forever. You know, yes. nature develops things very slowly over a long period of time and adapting to the climate and so on. Mm. And and if you lose things, you can't ever get that same, same seed back again. So, yeah. you know, seeds develop over the eons. Um, in in adaptation to to many things, and and that's also been our survival has been, you know, saving seeds and sharing seeds over generations yeah. to ensure sufficient diversity for for themselves and also for the natural world they depend on. So diversity is kind of the name of the game altogether in terms of survival. Yeah. And a beautiful article here on The Green Times about the importance of swapping seeds. Why do we need to swap seeds, Alma? Well, seed swapping is a way that as humans survived all the, uh, all the generations, you know, because people know that you have to have, have variety, variety, diversity, the same thing, really. And so they've always um, subsisted by the end of your harvest. You, you, you allow some of your plants to go to seed. Mm. And you save those seeds and then you swap with your neighbors and your family and your friends from other places because the more adapted seeds you can share, 
the stronger the food source, and, and this is all about food security. Mm. So people do that. I mean, if you're a serious grower, you will also be used to swapping out with other people because that's how you build up more diversity in your own, on your own fields. And this is how everything gets stronger, and this is also delivers healthier and more nutritious food. Yeah. Help us to understand how this works. I mean, seed swapping isn't just like, let's have a cup of tea and I'll give you what I've got and you give me what you've got. It's something like that, but it's far more structured and exciting and intentional. How well, exactly a, does it work? A, it's a trading um, business. So, yeah, people, it's, these, are personal, these are personal interactions. Um, it's called, it's called, it's part of the, what's called the sharing economy. So this is where money doesn't necessarily exchange hand at all. Mm. And this is just traditional old systems for, for small farmers worldwide. You know, the, the truth is, um, and I write it very nicely in the story here, small farmers were our first scientists. Yeah. So over thousands of years, they've experimented with seed from different harvests, and they've kept the, the seeds for food that tastes the best, that is the healthiest, that has the highest medicinal value, and that is the most resilient. Mm. So now in Cape Town, for example, very important that people um, share seeds that are more adapted to our warmer and drier conditions mm. for us to continue growing food here. It's very important. That's, it, it's a gradual process. Talking about growing food here, and one thing I've noticed since I've become aware of genetically modified products and foods um, and noticed that on any maize meal you were to buy in South Africa, it comments on the side there that this is a, a GM product. And I thought, wow, you know, this is our staple food of our nation and beyond, and it's genetically modified. What does that mean in the long term? Is it not an issue? How does it all work exactly? Yeah, when it com- it's, when it- a, it's, a, it's a massive experiment. Wow. So we are the only country in the world whose staple food is genetically modified, which means that we don't know. There are no long-term studies on the impacts of this on the ecosystems or on human health. So it's, um, it's not something that we are obviously supporting mm. um, because long-term insurance comes from long-term um, studies and evidence, as in the normal food growing and open seed pollination, which is what happens if nature pollinates. Yeah. So now the problem is that the threat of the agribusiness, and we've got two new laws in the country, the Plant Breeders, Breeders Rights Bill and the Plant Improvement Bill, which gives the big agribusiness the rights to control the seed. So if you have genetically modified seeds, which actually also often goes for the even the vegetable seeds that you buy in shops now, mm. then they don't, either the plant, the plant doesn't give seed. So you can't capture seed again. Oh. You have to keep buying from the producers. So the power to continue your food security gets taken out of the hands of the small growers and goes into the big agribusiness coffers. And this is a big threat, and this is mm. why... The South African Faith Communities Environment Initiative organized the seed swapping event so that people can still um, get together and, and, and swap that, the seed that, is, that you can still swap mm. and sort of support each other um, because of the threat having, uh, hanging over our heads now. 
So I'm quite uh, fascinated by this idea, um, but also concerned by the one that you've just raised. Uh, and, and how was it allowed to happen? Does it come down to this is what's best um, to be able to mass produce and ensure the largest crops and the highest yield? Is that the core reason, Alma? It's always, uh, you know, it's it's money talks, yeah. and this, you know, that's where the money sits. And also, it's easy to to spin the story that, you know, it's going to, it's it's in the interest of the country, it's in the interest of food production because these seeds are now modified to, to handle certain um pesticides that will be sprayed. It's basically Roundup and so on. These mm. are these people are also in the same same category. So yeah, it's uh, we have to be very aware on the ground of, of laws that protect um, corporates and not the people on the ground um, because we need security everywhere. Mm. And the more we can actually feed ourselves, the better our chances to survive um, the climate change that's unfolding and the threats around that. Yeah, Alma, thanks for this. The story is on The Green Times, the importance of swapping seeds in South Africa. And oh, some... I can close, if you don't mind, with Please. a nice sentence from Safsi, and that is that people of faith Mm-hmm. have the responsibility to be stewards of nature and to see ourselves as part of the web of life. And so to protect the seed diversity and ensure that it's spread in a fair way. So it makes so much sense to me. I love that. And I love the comment you made earlier as well. And something I'd love to touch on more, Elmo, although we do from time to time, is this idea of a sharing and a shared economy. I think that's such a vital thing for us to have uh, open eyes to. Absolutely. The more you give, the more you get. It just is a natural reaction. Yeah, instead of living in our little closed crawls all the time. We appreciate you, Elma Pollard, editor of The Green Times. Thanks for your time this morning. Go and Thank have yourself you. a beautiful Green have Wednesday. Have an awesome Green Day. And you. Bye-bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.